Welcome everyone to the Mental Health Crossroads podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Sheen, and today I'm with a wonderful group of young adults in the Boston area, and we're going to go around the room and let them introduce themselves. So we'll start with Marianne. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm Marianne, and I am 21 years old. Um, I'm in a uh, postgraduate program through the public school. Um, and I uh, work at Temple Shalom and I work at the YMCA um, and I also um, have a brother and a sister uh, and yeah that's great it's nice to meet you Marianne I appreciate you being on our podcast today thank you so next to you is Alex. Alex, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So hi, my name is Alex. Um, I'm a peer mentor at Boston University. I love going to the beach and I really just want to talk with you. That's great. Do you have a favorite beach that you go to? I love going to the beaches in Rhode Island. Nice. I uh, lived right by Revere Beach for a while. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Great. And then we have Jesse. Jesse, do you want to introduce yourself? My name is Jesse. I'm I am 20 years old. I also go to the Community Connections Program at Newton Public Schools, and I also take classes at Massachusetts Bay Community College. And I have and I have an internship job at Newton City Hall, and I also have this job here at Boston University. Great, thanks, Jesse. Sounds like you're pretty busy. We all are, I think. Yeah, I think you all are. This is great. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. And then I think next to Jesse, we have uh, Timor. Uh, hello, um, I'm Timor. Uh, I'm 42 years old. I'm uh, doing a research job at Boston University. Um, uh, your Great. It's nice to have you all together. Thanks, Timor. Uh, Marianne, we talked a little bit before we started recording. That Would you mind giving us just the audience a little bit of a, an idea of how you all know each other and what project you work on together? Sure. So, um, so me, Jesse, I mean, me, Timor, well, Timor and Alex are alumni of Community Connections. Um, and Jesse and I are current students of Community Community Connections. Great. Can you tell me a little bit, since I'm not familiar, what Community Connections is? So um, we all did a peer mentoring. We all are doing a peer mentoring program. Um, and uh, I, the young woman I mentored was um, in Stoneham, uh, and one of my, um, and it was a little bit of, bit of a long ride for me, um, from Newton to Stoneham, uh, so, uh, and it took place on Saturdays. Um, and we would do all sorts of different activities like 
coping strategies. Um, we would have an icebreaker game at the beginning. Um, and then we'd have like some sort of like activity. And then like we would practice our their, their coping strategies with them. Um, to like help people with their anxiety. We wanted to help research um, coping strategies with somebody with anxiety to see what activities were better for them to do and make them not have that much anxiety. Because when we first started it, a lot of these people had a lot of anxiety, but then towards the end, their anxiety went down. That's great. That's And that's the research that you were all part of with uh, Ariel? Right. Mm -hmm. yes. Great. So some of the folks that are going to be listening to our conversation today have hopefully listened to our conversation with Ariel um, that we did a couple of weeks ago. But I would love to hear from each of you, and we can go around the room, and maybe we'll start with uh, Timor. But let's talk about what's been your favorite part about working on this project? Um, so I've done mentoring before, but usually in a larger, larger group. But this is the first time I've done the mentoring one-on-one. -on -one. So you liked being one-on-one -on -one with another person and, and providing them with some mentoring? Right. That's great. Jesse, what about you? What's been your favorite part of this project? My favorite part of this project was, was traveling from Newton to Salem and, and then having icebreaker games and coping strategy practice with, with, with my mentee at Salem State University. How and how did you travel to Salem State? How long of a trip was that? It was it was about an hour. Wow, that's a long trip. So you really like the icebreakers with your mentee? Yes. And then Alex, what about you? What was your favorite part about being part of this project? Working with people and getting to know my mentees, hanging out with them, learning about them getting in, uh, telling them about feedback uh, from the staff. We would have weekly phone calls about how the mentee was doing um, and just being in charge of like how to help them. Great, thanks, Alex. How about you, Marianne? What was your favorite part? So my favorite part of this, uh, about working on this project uh, was getting to know the mentee and practicing different things that it is with them. And also, um, I didn't write this down on, the, on my piece of paper, but um, one more thing was um, we went to Dunkin' Donuts numerous times and you gotta love your coffee. So uh, <laughs> I love doing that, so yeah. You know, one of the things I miss the most about living in the Boston area is the Dunkin' Donuts. We don't have Dunkin' Donuts where I live. Isn't that, just, that's wild, huh? messed up <laughs> yeah good coffee at dunkin donuts for sure uh, so great so let's talk a little bit maybe if we can those are some of your favorite things about being part of this project meeting the mentees doing the icebreakers uh, working with other people to help them what was maybe the hardest thing for for each of you to work on this project and maybe we can go back around the table the other direction and Marianne, we can start with you and, and you can tell us what's the hardest thing about working on this project? Sure. So the hardest thing 
knowing what to write in our mentoring script because I didn't know how my mentee was going to answer the questions. And also um, planning transportation was hard because um, my mentee was in Stoneham, uh, which was like an hour away from me. So you have to put in a lot of effort to get connected with your mentees. You all sounds like you, you needed to travel at least a little bit of a ways to meet up with them. And that was part of your, the challenge with um, being one-on-one -on -one with them. Correct. Yeah. Alex, how about you? What was the hardest part of this project for you? Sure. So sometimes with my mentee, it was a little hard to understand them because when they were talking, they had some speech delays. So I would have to ask them, can you please repeat that? What were you trying to say or ask them in a different way? And another mentee that I had, um, he had a lot of anxiety. So sometimes we'd have to cancel meetings or I would have to talk him down to see how I can support him during that day. Yeah, that's all good, good information. So this is not a question uh, that's on the list. What kind of training did you all get to be a mentor? Does anybody want to talk about the training you got to be a mentor? So RAL like really helped us learn about what all the questions that could be asked. And we did a lot of research before we went to meet one-on-one -on -one with them. Great. And then if you had trouble or you had things that you weren't sure what to do, did you talk to um, Ariel about, hey, this is what happened today. I'm not sure how I should do this. Did you get some coaching that way? So we had a lot of coaching. So we would have a person that we talked to once a week about talking about the script and our binders. What, and we would use the binders about what we would say. And every time when there was a problem our phone would be on hand we could either call them or text them and they would be available to help us with the situation right then oh that's great that's great to know well jesse let's get back to you and and what was the hardest thing about working on this project for you the hardest thing for me was data analysis after mentoring was over what kind of uh, data analysis did you do after you were mentoring the kind of data analysis we did was related to to, to whether the, the mentee's mental health became positive or, or negative after mentoring. Oh, great. Okay. So that was, you found that was a little bit challenging? Yes. And what did you do when that was felt hard to do? Did you have help to do that? Or what did you do to, to solve that? I asked for help. Great. How about Timor? What was a, a hard thing for you about working on this project? It was hard uh, to share about my disability and mental health condition with like both the, both, uh, the group and my mentee. Yeah, I, I appreciate you appreciate you saying that. Sometimes it's um, it's difficult to share things about ourselves that are that can be feel pretty private if we don't know somebody very well. And I appreciate that um, that can be challenging for a lot of us to talk about some of the things that um, are more personal. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's probably a, an important part of sharing to help build that relationship with your mentee. I would guess. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of understand that you know what they're what they're experiencing as well. Great. Well, thank you. So 
Uh, I'm curious now what you think that you might have learned by being part of this team. That was one of the questions we wanted to talk about. Does anybody, maybe we could start with Alex. Uh, what did you learn by being part of this team? Well, I learned a lot about how to plan things, like going somewhere on my team, like what parts could be hard for them, what parts could be easy. Um, my dedication and following up with my, my supporters and telling them every step of the way like how the person did, what are we going to do today? And really communication was the key. Yeah, that's great. That's a lot of important things to learn that you can use in all kinds of different jobs, right? What, what about Jesse? What about you? What do you, um, what do you, did you learn by being part of this team? I learned about, about the term stigma and how that term relates to mental health. And I also learned about about how every goal has barriers and supports which, which are ways that you can and cannot achieve your goal and as part of be, being a researcher uh, as i mentioned just now we collected data and made a decision about about how we'll continue in mentoring based on that data. Yeah, you said a lot of important things there. I, I think uh, as we do research and as we do any kind of project, really, there's things that, that go the way we planned and there's things that don't go the way we planned and being able to learn how to make a new plan and adjust, like you said, um, you know, addressing barriers that come up and, oh, that didn't work. Now, what are we going to do now? And I think that's, that's part of the fun about being part of a team is you don't have to have all of the answers. But as a team, you can come up with some good ideas of how to address barriers or problem solve something. So I appreciate you kind of sharing that perspective. Timor, what about you? What are some of the things that you learned from being part of this team? Well, before we started, before we started uh, actually mentoring, the actual mentoring, uh, something we learned from Ariel um, was how to deal with uh, our mentees when they ex at a time when they express uh, unsafe behavior or thoughts. Yeah, so you learned um, that that kind of interaction with people and how they're expressing their behaviors and thoughts and what you can do in that situation as a mentor to be supportive. Right. Yeah, those are again, these are, this is so great to talk to you all because these are such important skills that we all need in all kinds of different uh, parts of our day, right? When we're at work or we're with our friends, um, understanding what other people are thinking and feeling and how we can be supportive. How about you, Marianne? What about you? What are some of the things that you've learned from being part of this team? So, um, and so going off of kind of what Alex said, mm -hmm if that's okay, that's fine, um, is it takes a lot of planning prior to mentoring, knowing like um, what we're going to do with the mentees, like when are we going to do it, um, what are, like, what are, like, what's going to be in the script, um, and also um, you'll have to know what to say, and you have to know how to get there. Um, 
and you kind of have, and you have, you have to think, you have to uh, take a lot of things into consideration, like um, the weather and what you want to do with your mentee. So there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sounds like there's a, a lot going on in this project. I'm curious, had any of you worked on a project like this before? Or is this the first time you've worked on a project like this? I have never worked on a project like no. this before. Well, it's the first time for a lot of you. So here's a follow-up question then. Would, would you want to keep working on project like, projects like this for a long time? I want to do this like as full, a full-time job. Yeah. Cool. So it's been it's been a good experience. So I think we're on the question about what do you think other people learn from this project? Is that where we're at from your notes? Yes. Okay. So let's go to that question and maybe we can do um Alex, can you talk a little bit about what you think other people learned from your project? Um they learned um but do you mean like the mentees what they learned? Or do you, do you mean what we learned? No, yeah. So we kind of talked a little bit about some of the things that you learned as an individual. What about some of the people that you worked with? What do you think they learned? Well, uh, it's, it's a little different. Uh, I have a little bit of a different answer. Uh, so I said, uh, people are, well, we also learned that people can have a disability and a mental health condition at the same time. Yeah, that's really important. And that's why we're doing this podcast is we're, we're talking to different groups that understand that someone can have uh, a disability as well as a mental health condition at the same time. And how can we most, um, how can we be most supportive? and help them to live the best life and, and to have the things they need to thrive and be happy and independent and all of those things. So yeah, go ahead, Marianne. Um, so it's important to do appropriate strategies when you're stressed. There are many different options for coping strategies. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the strategies you might've worked with on your, with your mentee? Sure. Uh, we worked on like listening to music as a coping strategy, um, and when we were listening to music, um, like I would ask my mentee, like, "How is this making you feel right now? Um, like, is it making you feel relaxed? Is it making you feel stressed?" Like, so I would give her some like types of feelings that. Um, and I would ask her like how she felt, and then um, uh, and then her uh, coping strategy changed. So um, so uh, it was uh, her next one was um, going for walks in the community. So um, we would like walk from her house to Dunkin' Donuts and then we would walk from Dunkin' Donuts like around Stoneham and um and then like back to her house so and we would map out the walks 
um, like um, during like the previous meeting so that during that meeting we could um, just go on the walk and we didn't have to like plan it out or anything. So I heard that you, so you listening to music was one of the coping strategies and then going for walks was one of the coping strategies. Um, oh, we, so we did a, um, like a card sort of like different coping strategies. Um, so we had like different coping strategies on like little cards and we would um, like, put them in order from like uh, least favorite to most favorite. And then um, our mentee would have to pick at least like one or two. So you would do a card sort. That sounds like a great way to help uh, make a decision for the day of what coping strategy to practice. Yeah. That sounds like it would actually be kind of fun to, to look through those cards and then decide on something. Yeah. How about, uh, Jesse, do you want to say anything about what you think other people learn from your project? So, so what, one, of, one of my mentee's coping strategies was, was writing songs. Was and, writing, writing songs. And I shared with her that, that eight years ago, that I got upset when, when when a van driver on on the van next to the van I was on yelled at the students for putting their hands on the windows which were made of glass. So then I so then I, I coped with, with that by using the the song called bicycle from Queen and turned it into a song related to what happened. Oh, that's great. I love that song. That's great. That's a great um, way to, to use music. It sounds like music is kind of a common coping strategy, different ways, either writing a song or maybe listening to music. So I appreciate those thoughts. Does anybody else want to say anything? I don't can't remember if I made it all the way around the room on that question. If I did, I'm actually really looking forward to this next question, because this is the question about what advice do you have for other people that would want to be involved in a project like this? Yeah, all right. So what I want people to know about this project and giving good advice is knowing not to be afraid of someone with a disability. They have so many strengths and abilities, and they are really amazing to just get to know them. Yeah, that's so fantastic. You know, that's one of the things I love about doing this podcast is I get to meet new human beings all the time. And it just doesn't matter. Whenever you meet a new human being, there's something cool about going on that's going on in their life. They've got the, just some amazing things to share with you and you, we can just all learn from each other. So I really appreciate you sharing that thought, um, Alex. How about you, Marianne? Okay, so the advice that I have for other people who want to do something like my like our project is um, be patient with your mentee. Don't try to rush them. Um, and take your time with research. Um, you don't want to research the wrong question. 
Oh, that's a, that's a really good point, right? That sometimes you might start out with a question and realize that you have to change the question if you really yeah. want to get to what you're looking for, right? Yeah. That's great advice. How about Jesse and then uh, Timor? One day my mentee shared with me about mental health, making her have unsafe behavior and then sending her to the hospital. And I was not happy listening to that. So advice that I would give is, is that people be better prepared for something like that to, to be discussed. Yeah, so to be prepared for some of those difficult situations that you might not be used to handling. Yeah, that's important because uh, we want everybody to be safe. And, and sometimes people are in a place where they don't feel safe or they might have behavior that's not going to keep them safe. And we need to know what to do in that situation. Thanks, Jesse. How about you, Timor? Well, a piece of advice I would give to others about this project. Uh, um, if you're someone who's um, very passionate about working with and educating people with disabilities, um, uh, this would be great to get involved with this project. Great. So you would recommend that other people get involved in a project like this? Right. Yeah. Do you, are you aware as a group, are there other groups in Massachusetts that do the same thing that you're doing? Or are you the only ones in the whole area that do this? I'm not really sure on that answer. Nobody is sure. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'm not sure about what we might have here in Utah either. So this is, this is good. We'll, we'll let people know about the project and that maybe others will want to do the same thing and uh, work with your team. So I think we're on the question, the last question I have. Did I miss any questions? Uh, yes, you did actually. Number six. Uh, number six. Okay, what? Remind okay. me what that question is. Yep. So it was how has working on this project influenced your life? Ah, uh, that sounds like we should not skip that question. That sounds like it's an important question to talk about. Yeah. So let's talk about how working on this project has influenced your life. And Marianne, maybe you can go first. Sure. So made me think about how to help others. Um, and analyzing the data made me think about how the mentees felt about the mentoring project. Peer mentoring also helped me think about how to help others self-monitor their feelings. Excellent. That's, that's a, a big influence on your life. How about you, Alex? Um, understanding uh, different people with disabilities, knowing how to cope with them and help them. And also I learned how to communicate better with people, with my friends, like outside of work, just like knowing when, uh, just like understanding them. Yeah, that's a really important idea to that. The things you learned in this project actually helped you in other parts of your, your own life. Right. Like I had better, I can have better conversations with people now because that was really hard for me. Wow. That's a, that's an that's a big change then. And that's going to be something you'll keep with you throughout the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. How about uh, Timor? Well, really the project, uh, the way it's influenced uh, my life is that after doing the, after doing the mentoring, the actual mentoring, um, 
inspired me to want to do mentoring in the future. That's great. So you want to keep doing the, the mentoring? Right. That's wonderful. And how about you, Jesse? When my mentee was in, uh, when my, at the time that my mentee shared about being in the hospital, she shared with me that the, that the doctors and nurses did disrespected her disability. So, so I, so the way that this project influenced my life is that, is that it's easy for, 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 it, for, for people who don't have a disability to mistakenly disrespect people with disabilities. Yeah, and it sounds like the work that you're doing as a team is hopefully helping people to be more respectful of others' experience and their disability if they have one. Is that fair to say? Yes, it is. I really like that you said that. Great. Thanks, Jesse. You're welcome. Uh, did I miss any other questions before we go to what I think is the last one? No. I appreciate you helping me stay on track. So is there anything else that any of you want to mention about your experience with this project? Anything that we haven't already talked about that you want to kind of end with? So what I want to share is that on the last day of mentoring that my mentee told me that she was, or that I was one of the nicest people she, she has met in her life. That's a pretty big compliment. That's great. How about you, Timor? Just overall, it was an amazing experience. The actual mentor. How about you, Alex? Um, so, like, I know, like, another thing I want to share is, like, I know, like, for people with disabilities, it's really hard for, for them making friends. So, going to these, uh, uh, the mentees' houses or boarding schools or wherever they were, um, really made a difference because they had somebody to hang out with because maybe they don't have a lot of friends. And sometimes, if you have a disability, you don't have a lot of friends. Yeah, again, that's so important, right? Just, just spending time with other people can be such an important support for them. Thank you. And Marianne, what about you? Yeah, so um, it was fun to be a part of the project. Um, I got to meet a lot of new people. I got to work with my classmates, such as Jesse and Timor. We got to do fun coping strategies like listening to music and walking slash strolling. Uh, we got to go fun places like, yet again, Dunkin' Donuts. Everything runs on Dunkin'. Yes. So love, this isn't any question on the, on the list, but the project's not over, right? The project's still going or where's the project right now? It's still going. We're doing a lot of research right now. We might do another cycle of the program, but I'm not sure. It's not Ariel. Yeah, that. So um, I guess probably uh, Ariel and and Tara might know some of the the plans for the long term future about things. But Tara, did you want to say anything? I know you're kind of being very helpful moving the camera and stuff. But do you have any thoughts you want to share about your experience working with this team? I mean, I think everybody's shared such insightful things about mentoring. I'm curious to hear more about now that we're in the research phase of mentoring, what, cause that's such an important part of this project too, right? And what that, what that experience is like for all of you. So like, like what is the research that we've been doing even in the last two weeks? Just knowing, being a 
anxiety level going down instead of up, which is really good. And that means that our program worked. Mm -hmm. And these posters, because, well, so what are the, some of the things that we did about the, like the feedback? We made posters ab about positive feedback and, and, and the mentee is wanting that mentoring to continue the way the way it was and we also made a negative poster which showed feedback from the mentees about ways that they want to change mentoring yes yeah, so this is great i think this is important for the people that might be listening to the podcast to understand is not only were you part of the team that planned this out and then did the mentoring but you are very much the part of the research team that is now looking at what what this did for people, what good things it did, um, what worked, what maybe didn't work as well as you thought. And then you're working on with posters and other things, how to report what you found, how to let people know what you, what you learned, right? So that's really cool that you're, you're actually part of the entire process. It's not just part of the thing that you're doing. You're, you're part of the team for the whole process. Thank you all so much for listening to the MHDD Crossroads podcast, where we explore the intersection of mental health and developmental disabilities. We were able to talk to this great group of people back in February. We hope to follow up with them again soon. In the meantime, you can like, subscribe, and share our podcast wherever you get them. Just look for MHDD Crossroads podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media at MHDD Center and go to our website, mhddcenter.org, for more resources. Until next time, thanks.